Howdy, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I feel so grateful to be alive, so grateful for the health of my body, and so grateful <clears throat> for my DNA, which is pretty strong and healthy, and so grateful that I have the freedom and the ability to listen to what I've been listening to. I, I have been soaking up uh, nutrition videos for the last year and feeling great exercising and intermittent fasting and eating high fat, low carb, um, real food, basically eating like food that they had in the 1800s or even the 1700s before we invented all the fake processed junk that we commonly eat nowadays. So I'm eating like meat and vegetables and some fruit uh, but a lot of meat and no processed grains or sugars, hardly ever. Um, but I wanted to say that I'm feeling a conscious um, awareness of my desire to conquer my fear of success. Um, this is going to sound kind of corny, but my latest inspiration has come from the musician Jewel, Jewel Kilcher from Homer, Alaska, who... Um, I don't really respond very well to reading books as well because I'm a bit dyslexic, but um, I like to get audiobooks and I listen to the Sally Field memoir and the Amanda Palmer book, The Art of Asking, and my latest thing I've been listening to is Jules' Never Broken, The Songs Are Only Half the Story, and I guess she put this out in 2015, but I just heard about it, so to me it's all new, and I feel a real... Um, comfort in listening to Jewel talk. Um, Jewel is about, let's see, I'm 50 and she's about 45. I think she's about five or six years. She was, I was born in 68 and Jewel was born in 1974. Um, and she was raised on a homestead in a Homer, Alaska. And her mom was very um, into spirituality and artwork, but not into being a traditional mother. And there are some similarities in the way that I was raised and the way that Jewel was raised in terms of the boundaries with her parents. And I don't want to go into details because this isn't about me um, bad-mouthing the way that I was raised or my parents, but let's just say that I have this thing about success. I have, you know, to judge somebody as successful or a failure in itself is very painful and it sets up this feeling of competition and this feeling of uh, most people are afraid of embarrassing themselves and failing. Uh, I am also afraid of success. I remember in high school when I would win a tennis match, I would feel guilty for winning even though I really wanted to win the tennis match. But the emphasis should be on doing your best, you know, playing the best tennis game that you could play whether you win or lose. And I feel the same way about my artwork. Sometimes I feel like I have a lot of talent and I sense that people can be jealous of other people. And I know that sometimes I feel jealous of other people. And that's a very painful, uncomfortable place to be, to feel competitive and jealous. Uh, and when I was raised, my parents both had some creative ambitions and yet they were both very critical of other people and of themselves in terms of uh, my mom and dad, both in their own separate ways, they split up when I was four. So I went back and forth between each of my parents, my whole childhood, in a very complicated way. 
um, and they both taught me some good things, but they also both sort of taught me some poisonous messages about success. Uh, my dad would say people were overrated or underrated if he thought a singer-songwriter, because my dad is really into music and he has very strong opinions about uh, movie soundtracks and music and certain actors and singers. Uh, my dad is very performance-oriented and he would say somebody was overrated or somebody was underrated uh, somebody's egotistical, and then my mom would say somebody's on a power trip, or somebody isn't spiritual if they're too rich and famous, or, you know, their values are shallow, or, you know, whatever it is. And so I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to be one of these shallow people on an ego trip who just wants to be famous, or who is not actually talented, but just good looking, or whatever it is. Um, and so that's almost like, you know, you, you shame people for being too good looking, and then you shame people. It's like, you know, it's like you, you fat shame somebody for being fat, but then you can also skinny shame. If somebody looks really beautiful, you can shame them for being beautiful and say that they're shallow or that they think they're better than other people. Like Oprah Winfrey has been heavily criticized. Who does Oprah think she is? You know, as if, as if Oprah is, is doing a great job and trying to do her best and shine her light and being a very confident black woman who happens to be overweight off and on, it's like, you know, people have the audacity to say, how does Oprah have the audacity to think Oprah can be? And, you know, personally, I like Oprah, and I think she's uh, making the world a better place way more than she's doing anything bad with her ego. Everyone has an ego. Um, so listening to Jewel talk is, is very refreshing because she's talking about staying in touch with her intuition and her inner knowing. And Jewel is very, Jewel is very nature oriented. And um, I'm in therapy right now. And I've been in therapy off and on for years. And I've contemplated suicide since I was 15. Although I've never attempted it, nor ever will I attempt it because there's part of me, my conscious because I have committed suicide in at least two lifetimes according to the past life regression that I went through. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is there's this anger and this pain. And Jewel is saying there's nothing wrong with her. And I'm, I'm resonating with the message of, because I think I've lost touch with a part of myself and I'm getting back in touch with my soul and my heart and my wisdom. And one of the things that my mom taught me that was good was about Eastern philosophy and non-duality and questioning everything and thinking for yourself. And then my dad is very agnostic, but he's altruistic. My dad is very non-spiritual, but he's very altruistic. And he believes in questioning everything and not just following the herd. So both my parents gave me some negative messages about success and about how that's egotistical. And yet at the same time, if you fail, it's embarrassing and you want to do well. And my dad has actually held back from trying to do anything professional with his comedy and his music because he has an inner critic that's so big that that stops him from even putting publishing anything really out there in the public. And then my mom has tremendous uh, visual art talent. And Jewel talked about falling in love with an idea of the relationship that she had with her mom and it wasn't real. And that's a whole nother story. Jewel's mom was her manager 
and basically ripped her off. I mean, basically took a lot of Jules' money and invested it in her own companies, and Jules' mom uh, bankrupted Jules, basically thinking that her ideas were going to take off, and that didn't work out, and Jules had to fire her mom and legally you know, get a lawyer. They each had lawyers, and they had to sever ties professionally. And Jewel also decided to sever ties with her mom in a personal way because her mom really isn't a mom to her, even though she's her mom. So they had this sort of fusion. I like to say fusion drives illusion to erosion. When you see the oneness of the universe, it's a paradox because we're all separate individuals. We are all completely separate individuals, and yet everything is connected to everything else. Um, so let's just say that I don't want to criticize my parents as much as I want to stand up for my right to have healthier boundaries. I chose never to have kids, and I'm 50 years old, and I'm discovering that I want to get back in touch with my purpose on this planet and my desire to do my best. I have a tremendous amount of talent. I also have a lot of flaws. And that's another refreshing thing about Jewel Kilcher is that she she said she didn't want to use um, fame, her own fame, because she wanted to do music for a living. And she's she's very grounded in wanting to do music for a living and not in a bunch of silly Hollywood uh, fame fluff. And I'm impressed by her ability to stay grounded. She was offered a million dollar... Um, well, you can listen to the to the memoir. It's pretty interesting, called Never Broken by Jewel. But she basically resisted the... Because when a record label gives you a million dollar advance, basically they're just loaning you money and you have to pay them back. And she knew that. She was smart enough to know that. So she said, no, that's okay. And so she basically kept living in poverty for a while and just went on tour and was basically just you know, staying in, in hotels and, and touring and, and trying really hard. And then finally, and her record really didn't do much of anything. And um, thankfully, Bob Dylan liked Jewel and saw how talented she was. And she was the real deal. At least he thought she was the real deal and invited her on tour. So she ended up opening for Bob Dylan and winning over some of the audiences. And then Neil Young also invited her on the road with him and, um, I guess the Neil Young audiences with Crazy Horse were kind of ignoring her. And then she was smart enough to sing really quietly and basically surprise them and win them over. So pretty smart and amazing. But she basically stayed in touch with the real desire for what she was doing and stayed true to herself. And even though what she was doing, you know, folk music at the time when grunge was all the rage, she just stayed true to herself, and her message is to stay true to yourself as an artist and don't try to follow any trend. You know, do what you actually genuinely love. As cliche as that sounds, that's wise advice. And so I want to apply this to my own life, to my own self, because I feel like I have some different ideas, and I don't have a lot of close friends, but I don't want to be fake with people. So I'm still trying to figure out you know, I'm kind of a lonely person, and I'm kind of a loner, and it's just me and my cat most of the time. And I have a few friends, but I feel like competitive, and I feel like I have all this artistic talent, and I want to use it more, and I want to stop being afraid of success or failure. Of course, I don't want to fail, 
But I also have a fear of success because I don't like it when I feel competitive and when other people are jealous of me when I do well at something. Or some people really don't understand what I'm doing and they don't like my art and they don't understand it. But I think a lot of my art is pretty great. But this is not up to me to decide. This is for me to just do my best with my photography, my poetry, my abstract painting, my spoken word. You know, I have all these different desires. I play keyboard, improvisational keyboard, and I'm kind of scattered all over the place. And I sometimes wish that I would just focus on one art form. I remember being 10 years old in the car and my mom saying, you know, because when I was a kid up until about the age of 13 or 14, I, I was equally into music. I played the piano and I wrote in my journal and I wanted to write music and I did write a couple songs. Uh, my visual art gifts are a lot bigger than my musical gifts, but I do have some musical gifts in me and some, you know, poetic writing gifts in me. But I don't focus on that because I'm I'm so scattered all over. And I remember my mom saying, well, that's fine if you want to play around with with music and visual art, Shannon. But when you get older, you're going to need to focus, you know, on one thing. And I still feel like I'm a multimedia person, and that's just the way I resonate. And so I want to just go with that. So I want to um, get more in touch with my my real desire. Who am I? What do I want? What can I give this world? What can I, How can I contribute to this world? You know, I love that I can make a living as an art model. Um but at the same time, I know that my real passion is not art modeling. I love to serve other people as an art model, and I'm staying as healthy and strong and fit as I can be as an older person heading into my 50s, and I want to keep modeling as long as I can and working with medical students, and at the same time, I want to hone my craft as an artist, as a multimedia artist, and offer my photography free to publish as Creative Commons. And I Google my name and I find my photos published all over the place. And I would love it if more of my photos were published internationally all over the place. And I don't earn money from that because I offer my photos free to publish under a Creative Commons license. And I'm proud of that. And I just remember from a young age being almost embarrassed. Like if I'm if I'm really good at something, like I need to apologize because that's egotistical for me to be so into myself. And one thing I admire about Jewel is that she has the ability to focus on herself in a way and know that that's not selfish. Um, I was afraid to have kids, and so I decided not to have kids. I terminated a pregnancy in my 20s. That's a whole other story. I admire that Jewel had the courage to have a child and she was hoping she wouldn't repeat the pattern that she had with her mom, which is that she felt fused. Her mom even told her that they were like twin flames. So J Jewel really had no room to be herself, or her mom sort of glommed onto her. And I actually met Jewel's mom. Uh, she wrote a book called The Architecture of All Abundance, ironically, and then she ripped off her daughter. So I, I'm, I don't want to badmouth uh, anyone, but <laughs> let's just say that the boundaries were messed up with Jewel and her mom. And I have some boundary issues with my own mother, and I felt like a little kid, like my job was to be my mom's helper, and I did feel kind of fused with my mom as a child, and I don't know how much of that was my mom needing a certain thing from me, or how much of that was me feeling like a lonely child that wanted my mom's attention. I just know that there's a similar dynamic between my mom and I and Jules' mom and her mom. There is something that needs to be healthier. I need to assert my individuality and 
And I'm not blaming my mom when I say this. I'm, I'm taking responsibility for myself. I am my own person. And I, I'm impressed with what Jewel tells her son that. Jewel has a son. I think he's eight years old now and she, named Case. And she tells him that he is his own person and that I'm your mommy, but you are your own person. You are not mine. You are your, you know, you are your own self. And so she's working to allow him to be who he really is. And so that he doesn't feel like he has to be a certain way for her. And so I think that if I had ever had a child, I would hope that I would have been able to allow my child to be who they really were, not who I wished that they would be. So to love them unconditionally. So that's what I need to do is work on loving my mom and dad unconditionally and loving myself unconditionally and taking responsibility for what do I want to do in this world and what do I want to create. You know, I've always been drawn to multimedia art and I don't know if I can just focus. I know that visual art is my biggest talent, not music. And I don't focus on music, although I love doing my radio show Every week on Hollow Earth Radio, I do a show called Goddess Kring Radio. It's an hour long. Every week on Hollow Earth Radio, I've done that for two years. I did a public access TV show for 15 years called Goddess Kring, and I've been art modeling for 27 years. So these are things I've focused on, and I'm proud of, of how I focus. <clears throat> Hocus pocus, keep your focus. So thanks for listening. I guess my message is to be true to yourself and to be authentic. I say authentic ejaculation of my soul, molten orange, liquid glow. Anger takes its toll, blowing status quo. These are some of the lines I wrote in a poem, and it's just basically be authentic and trust that you will be the happiest if you're authentic. And so I want to be, when I say ejaculation, I don't mean to offend anyone, but authentic ejaculation of my soul, molten orange liquid glow, meaning that if you are your true self, you feel good. You feel like, you know, like an orgasm, like it feels good to be alive and you feel happy because you are being your passionate, authentic self. You know, the flame is burning bright. So be your true self and shine your light. And so I want to tap into my talents and not worry about how good or bad I am, not, you know, stop judging if I'm a failure or a success, but realize that you can have a fear of success just as much as you can have a fear of failure. The fear of success is that nobody will like you if you're really into yourself and you're really talented, then other people will be jealous of you and think that you're on some pedestal, which is silly, because if you just want to do your best, whether you're talented or not talented, you just do your best. And other people will judge and, and humans tend to be competitive with each other, um, which is a sad thing, but that's just part of reality. So I want to go beyond the duality of failure and success and just do my best and learn as I go. And it's okay if I make mistakes. In fact, mistakes are good. You know, the biggest mistake I've made is trying to not make mistakes, because that is a mistake. <laughs> so the only way you can really be alive is to make mistakes, because you learn from your successes and your failures. So thanks for listening. I just wanted to say, thank you, Jewel, for writing your memoir. It's very refreshing and comforting. You know, a, a reminder to trust your own inner knowing, and don't let other people brainwash you, basically. 
Um, go ahead and love other people, but be careful with your boundaries with other people and make sure you're really listening to your heart and your soul and your inner knowing, even if nobody else understands it. I really need to get back in touch with my inner compass. So thank you, Jewel. And thank you, Amanda Palmer, for writing The Art of Asking. Thank you, Sally Field, for writing your memoir, which I forgot the name of it. I love all the people that write memoirs and autobiographies. Um, These are some of my favorite kinds of books. And The Artist's Way, I love that book called The Artist's Way. There's another book called Introvert Power that I really love about how powerful introverts are. I'm I'm mostly an introvert, but I love to share in a public way. So I like to take my inner world and share, share it with the world, which is another thing I love about Jewel. She said that she didn't want to use her fame as a propaganda machine to make herself look better than she is. She wanted to be transparent and show her flaws as well as her beauty. So that's what I would like to do as well. I am totally inspired by that idea. I think that Goddess Kring is a persona that I kind of made up that's an exaggeration of the real me. Um, but Goddess Kring is all about being authentic. It's not about me being a perfect goddess. It's about tapping into the spiritual aspect of myself. We are all gods and goddesses in our own way. So the authenticness of being yourself and showing that you have flaws and you have strengths, you have beauty and you have ugliness, you have scars and you have grace and beauty and you have a dark side. All of us have a dark side and all of us have beauty. I just want to be okay with both my dark side and my beauty and my talent. And if I fail, that's okay. And if I succeed, that's okay too. And I don't want to take it too seriously if I succeed or if I fail. So I want to learn and share and I want to help other people. I want to inspire people. Um, I'm really excited about nutrition and how it's helped me be healthier mentally and physically And uh, I think about all the diabetic people in the world and how if they changed what they were eating, they could improve their health tremendously. A lot of people that are diabetic can go off their medications or lessen their medications if they eat in the proper way, which is a lot less carbohydrates. So basically, I just, I want to learn as I go. I want to inspire people to be healthy and creative and do whatever they love so thanks for listening. This is Shannon Kringen. My website is shannonkringen.com. I have a weekly hour-long radio show, and I have these random recordings that I put on Anchor, and then it's cross-pollinated all over the place. So thanks for listening on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, have a good day. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Everyone is unique in their own way. We are all special. As corny as it sounds, we really are all unique and different in our own way. And I love that about people. I love what makes people unique from each other. Uh, I feel unified with other people when we, it's like a paradox. We celebrate that we're all different and yet we feel more united. You know, there's unity in diversity, as they say. So my website is shannonkringen.com. I'm all over social media, Goddess Kring, Shannon Kringen. I do photography and I uh, do abstract non-representational art. I'm an art model for a living and I work with medical students and I just, I'm just really happy that I'm alive and have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>